0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already picked on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash without over or under game. Just at sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and it will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleep slash SGP and make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the... Gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, joining you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Today is Thursday, June the 23rd, and we are here to handicap a full state of games uh, for Friday, June 24th. Uh, I have two guests with me, the youth team here tonight. Uh, firstly, uh, we will go and say hello to Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how's it going?
1: Oh, it's going great, Malcolm. Started the day four and zero, and it would have been nice if we had the no hitter. But Noah already put you on blast. I won't go too deep into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's is why I've left Noah until uh, second to introduce because <laughs> we've got several bones to pick with Noah. Uh, First, <laughs> Noah is our third wheel tonight. Noah, good evening. How are you?
2: Uh, good afternoon. Um, I'm doing great. I'm just watching this uh, Ole Miss Arkansas semifinal game. Winner goes to the final series, and the loser goes home. Uh, it's a pitcher's duel, so hopefully Malcolm doesn't jinx that one either.
0: Yeah, well, about <laughs> ten minutes ago. Shut up. About about, <laughs> about ten minutes ago. We were just getting ready to record and I said the, the the little no-hitter icon came up on my phone um, and Frankie Montas was throwing a no-hitter through eight innings um, against the Seattle Mariners. Now, this is episode 134 of the MLB Gambling Podcast and I think we are a perfect two-for-two live mushing of a no-hitter on the show. We've recorded two shows in the past. Uh, I know me and Moon did the first one. I think the second one might have been one of you boys earlier this season. Uh, and it was a live uh, no-hitter. And we managed to mush that, both in pretty much world record time. So I said to Noah, if you get on the podcast soon, we'll be able to mush this no-hitter live. Um, no sooner had I typed the sentence, uh, the no-hitter icon disappeared <laughs> and uh, the Rays um, got a hit off Frankie Montas. And in the 90 seconds have intervened, Uh, Noah has then grasped me up on Twitter by screenshotting that conversation uh, and sending it out for everyone to have a look at. So do you want to explain yourself, Noah?
2: Do you want to explain yourself, Malcolm? You're the one that did it. I just did it because everybody loves the little look-ins into the group chats.
0: (laughs) Your little face, you're so pleased with yourself, it's absolutely ridiculous. (laughs)
2: Because it's going to do well.
0: No, I think you were waiting for this because as
1: soon as it happened, the post was already up.
2: It was, it was already, it was already. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Typed yeah, out. He had his f- finger on the button. He was like Kim Jong Un. Um, yeah, we throw this across. The, uh, we're recording now. There was a lot of early games this evening, um, so we know the outcome. Of the pod we recorded, and for a lot of the games last night, Dylan, we ended up on the different sides of those games. It was quite noteworthy. Um, and so you commented at the top of the show that you are a perfect four and oh, um, which gives a clue to the listeners what my record has been tonight. <laughs> but I cannot catch a break, like, I've, I've fallen on the, the wrong side of run games all over the place. Um, Chicago got ahead in the eighth, the Cubs couldn't hold on, gave it back to Pittsburgh in the ninth. Uh, the Giants, as dogs, went down in a one-run game. Um, St. Louis ended up losing by two. Uh, I got oh, Colorado with the other one. Colorado was a dog. Uh, we're in the scores tied in the eighth. They lost that by one. Uh, so, yeah, struggling a little bit. Um, we did. I do have the under uh, in this um, Seattle eight, um game. So, hopefully, ridiculous happens there because I need to get on the board. Um, Although I had the Yonder and the Guardians twins game. So, yeah, Uh, interesting stuff. You're going OK, Dylan, and I'm I'm struggling to catch a break. But I'm amusing, which I suppose is uh, is part of my job. We've got a full 15 um, slate game tomorrow, uh, Friday evening. There's no day baseball, actually. Uh, There's one early evening game and then the rest are all midnight starts for me or later. So around about 7 p.m. Over there, uh, we will make a start with uh four Eastern. First pitch is the New York Mets and the Miami Marlins, and that is Taiwan Walker for the Mets and Sandy Alcantara, Cy pitching for Miami. Uh, the Mets met a slight underdog here, uh, at plus 108. Um, Miami behind Alcantara are the favorites at minus 26. Total set at seven and a half. Um, walkers 5 to 288 ERA 59 and a third 44 K's 116 whip Alcantara 7 and 2, 172 ERA 99 and a third 90 strikeouts in the 096 whip. Now, walkers last two starts have been great, uh, for New York. He's thrown 12 innings, only allowed two uh, runs. Um in those 12 innings and struck out 19 batters as well. He's had a nine in a 10 strikeout game, his last two starts. Um, Cantor has just been getting better and better. It didn't, um, didn't seem possible uh, about a month ago, but he's now go- he's scoring seven, eight, nine innings. Uh, barely gives up a run. This just seemed like a really obvious under. Um, you can throw in the fact that Miami don't score many runs. They finished three to two again tonight. against Colorado. Seems obvious, looks like a bit of a trap. Um, but I'll take the under here at minus seven and a half. Uh, We'll throw this over to Dylan next because they are your New York Mets, Dylan. Uh, So where did you make your line here?
1: Yeah, so for the total, I made mine 6.3 so I love the under as well. I'm with you there, but uh, this is another problem where I'm fading my Mets, Malcolm. As good as the Mets have been this season, they have a losing record as an underdog, so not as profitable as being a dog as a favourite, but I love Sandy Alcantara here at home. I think both pitchers have really pitched well. Taiwan Walker, really. He's been getting a lot of strikeouts as well, so maybe you want to look over strikeouts. But I actually love the under. I I was thinking about playing that as my play, but I like both. So I'm going to take the Marlins on the money line at minus 115, and I'll also take the under.
0: Okay, yeah. uh, Two for two then. Uh, Noah, uh, Mets at the Marlins.
2: Make it a three for three because, I mean, both of these guys have been absolutely dealing this year, and Alcantara's gone at least seven innings in his last four starts, only giving up four runs total in those four starts. And it's been seven innings, nine innings, 8.2, eight innings. Um, Alcantara has been <clears throat> unbelievable for the Marlins this year. Um, I always like to interest myself in some Alcantara K-props, and you know, a walker K-prop might not be bad either, but definitely on the under.
0: Okay, so three for three uh, on the Unders there. Good, solid start for the boys. Um, 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Houston Astros at the New York Yankees. It's Justin Verlander um, for Houston and Luis Severino for the Yankees. Um, Best pitching matchup of the night, this one on the card. Um, The Yankees are the favorites, minus 114. uh, Houston minus 105, so not much between them. Uh, Totally set at seven and a half Dylan, uh, Houston at New York, um, game of the night, I think.
1: Yeah, game of the night, and I love the Yankees here at home. I made them a minus-125 favourite, so right now I see them at a pick of minus-110 both ways. I think that's great value here. with The better team, in my opinion, the Yankees. Nice comeback win for them last night to take this series against their uh, AL East rival, the Rays. Now they turn to Severino, where he is undefeated at home this season, and I think the Bombers are going to be able to, and take a few runs off Verlander. So I like the Yankees in their Little League ballpark, so give me the
0: Yankees here on home. Um, Yankees then for Dylan. Noah Houston at New York.
2: Not much of a play. I'm not going to break my own rule, but Verlander has not pitched like he has all season in his last two starts, giving up seven runs to the White Sox and four to, who was that? Miami. Um, So just, plus he has not striking out many in both of those starts either. So depending on where that K-Prop opens up, I, I'd be interested to see the prices there because um, he's had five strikeouts against the Marlins and three against the White Sox. So you might get some value there after two bad starts in a row. Otherwise, I'm probably going to stay away from this game because my gut is telling me the Yankees and I'm just not going to put money against JV. Um. Yeah, the JV the
0: start from last week, Noah, was uh on my radar, because if we we talked about it and uh you may be aware that it was one of your rules and then yeah he did he got um he got hit um hard and early uh, in that start last week. I thought the seven and a half looked really low here, I don't know what Dylan's line um was, but you just with these two lineups, it's not a huge leap of faith to see any um kind of big hit. Um, putting three or four runs on the board at any point here. Um, like you say, Verlander has given up a few runs. Um, it's that You've got the short porch out there. And I thought two or three hits in this game uh, and we could be over seven and a half uh, with these two stud lineups going against each other. Um, so, yeah, i am happy to take the over. I actually saw the eight earlier on. So the fact it's moved to seven and a half gives me a little bit more wiggle room as well. Um, before we move on, Dylan, give us that number. What was your number on this game? I actually said my total at 7.2. Oh no, so Dylan goes for the under. Uh I yeah. I'm, okay. I'm gonna stick with the over. Seven ten Eastern <laughs> first pitch. Boston Red Sox, Cleveland Guardians. Nick Bavetta um is on the hill for the Red Sox, and Cal Quantrill is the pitcher for the Guardians and early the Indians first time this season. Uh Boston minus one fifteen. Cleveland minus minus one oh four. Another Close game on the money line. Uh the total is set at eight and a half. Noah lead us off with the Red Sox at the Guardians.
2: This is a matchup between two extremely hot teams right now. Boston, they're 9-2 in their last 11 and the over is 6-2 in their last 8. And for Cleveland, they are 11-3 in their last 14 games. Bumping for each team is Nick Pavetta and Cal Quantrill. On the year Pavetta is seven and five of the 331 ERA, 82 strikeouts 29 walks in 81.2 innings pitched. Pavetta has only surrendered one run in each of his last two outings in uh, seven innings pitched against St. Louis and eight innings pitched against Oakland. He has double digit uh, strikeouts in two of his last three starts. And Boston has won seven of his last eight starts. For Quantrill, he's 4-4 four and four with a 3.77 ERA, 44 strikeouts, 23 walks in 71.2 innings pitched this year. He's coming off of giving up five runs to the Dodgers, but he's been solid for most of the year, pitching to contact and keeping offenses from lighting up the scoreboard. I think my lean would be the Guardians to win this game, but my pick is going to be on the under with these two pitchers on the mound.
0: Okay, so under. Uh, there at that line of eight and a half. Dylan can give us the tool that he got to and then give us his pick. Yeah, so for
1: this game, I made my total 8.5, literally right on the number. So, I'm going to stay away from the total. I like a side. I actually like the Red Sox here at minus 112. I made him a minus 115 favorite. So thankfully, I was able to grab that number. I honestly was hoping for a nice plus price with my boy Cal Quandra Malcolm. You know, I love him. But I'm going to bank on Pavetta to have a bounce back start after giving up a few runs on the road his last couple of starts. But Boston, they've won four in a row. And we've seen the Guardians get shut out today. So that's making me think that the Red Sox are going to come out strong here on the road. So, at this short price, I'm going to take Pavetta here on the road.
2: Malcolm, Pavetta is yes. going to bounce back after winning seven of his last eight games. We're, we're taking Boston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm kind of leaning on Quantrill. I, I don't know why Dylan's going away from his guy there.
0: Well, yeah, uh, Nick Pavetta, I think the one bad start was the one I mushed him when I, I talked him up I talked about his mechanical changes um, that he made mid game and um he's for that reason I really got no choice but to stick with him uh, these two t- teams are teams that I've looked at in uh, depth this afternoon I, I actually wrote up a, a little MLB futures piece which is on the website at sports i am looking at the uh, player awards and looking at some uh, league winners. I was trying to find some fancy price winners, um, some some double figure uh, priced winners. And the Red Sox got under my radar uh, by being uh, by virtue as hot as they have been. Uh, yeah, Nick Pavetta's been a big part of that. Um, I did talk him up, so I'm going to take uh, Boston on the money line, the same as Dylan. Uh, I'm going to stick with my guy Pavetta, even though I do like Quantrill, uh, and I've been enjoying how the Guardians have hung in there uh, in their divisional race. But yeah, I'll stick with Pavetta. Uh, so even Boston so, even
2: though we, sorry yes. sorry, so even though we don't get the live no hitter sweat, we get a live college baseball sweat for Dylan. He's on the old Miss money line. They just trotted out their starting pitcher for the bottom of the ninth with one hundred and uh, one one hundred and one pitches, and their bullpen has not given up more than two runs all tournament in twenty two innings pitch. So <laughs> it's an interesting decision from coach, but we're gonna see how this works out.
0: I'm going to see if I can judge how it's going by watching Dylan's, uh, Dylan's demeanour sitting on his chair, see if he's jumping about. Um, good <laughs> luck with that, Dylan. 7 10 Eastern, first pitch. Pittsburgh Pirates um, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Mitch Keller for Pittsburgh and Jeffrey Springs, the lefty, is drawn the start for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Tampa Bay are a. Oh, 1 on favourite, minus 2 0 for Tampa. Um, Pittsburgh are plus 175. Total here is at seven and a half. Um, Keller is two and five with a 472 ERA. He's put six one innings, 50 Ks and a 144 whip. Springs is three and two with an ERA of an even two. 54 and one, uh, sorry, 54, 56 strikeouts. So 98 whip. Um, Keller's last three starts have been great. He's pitched seventeen and a third. He's only given up four earned runs. Um I do have some concerns with him on the road. He has a road ERA of five point zero six. Um Jeffrey Springs threw in his first bad start uh last time at Baltimore. I think he gave up four in that game, if memory serves. Um this just looked like an over for me. I think Pittsburgh have scored a lot of runs, um, although the, the opposition has been slightly uh, weaker to face the Chicago Cubs, but they've uh, they've looked a bit funkier uh, they've definitely had a boost from the presence of, of O'Neill Cruz but uh, Michael Chavis has been hitting a little bit um, Brian Reynolds I don't yeah Pittsburgh have been okay you know they've been a relatively fun team to watch um, I've commented a couple of times at this Tampa Bay line that was suddenly a little bit light uh, but this seven and a half is too low um, it really is so yeah I'm happy to take it over seven and a half here at minus one Oh eight. Uh, no, I will let you go next on Pittsburgh versus the
2: Sorry, I was muted. Mama Beanick was uh, banging around some pots and pans upstairs, making some dinner. But um, anyways, I kind of like the plus price on Pittsburgh here. Like you said, Cruz has been a very big, just positive, um, morale booster for this pirate squad you never know what you're going to get from keller uh he'll he has that ability to blow up and give up six runs but he has the ability to go out there and i mean throw a gem at any at any point that throughout this career, kid's career he's talented just just some points it's just like what do i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go on any Further and ramble on because I, I really that guy's just stunning to me because he has all the talent in the world. So I'm gonna bank on that and it's plus 175. I'm seeing and I'm she's sneaking sneezing upstairs. Hopefully the microphone's not picking
0: up that one either. But uh, give me give me the buckos. I like it. Maybe Packer going in your dinner there. Uh, no making a seat. Yeah, if I was going to pick a line on this one, I wouldn't uh, certainly, I would be taking Tampa at this price. Uh, it would be Pittsburgh, although I have taken the over. Uh, Dylan, Pittsburgh at Tampa.
1: Yeah, can't back the Rays here. Uh, can't back the Pirates either. Even though they have won four of the last five, I took them today. Nice win. But I do uh, agree with you, uh, Malcolm. I like the over. I was able to get a seven when the lines drop, but even at a seven and a half, I still like the over. I made my line 8.4. Both teams, they've been playing more over games as of late. Both teams have gone over this number four of the last five games. So I think we see another high-scoring game, uh, especially with Keller on the road. Like you mentioned, his road record, his road record, e, not road, his road ERA, excuse me, has been concerning. So I think we see a high-scoring game, maybe like six four, six five, something like that. So give me the over.
0: OK, I like that. I'm pleased. I'm not, I now want yeah, you to be on my side tonight, Dylan, uh, after what's transpired in the in the early games. 7.20 um, Eastern, first pitch is the LA the Atlanta Braves. It is Julio Arias, lefty, going for the Dodgers. And Ian Anderson is the pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. Um this should be a close match as well, actually, on the on the books. Uh, Dodgers, minus 125 favourites. Uh, Atlanta, a plus 105 in a total is set at nine uh, and this one goes to you uh, Dylan
1: yeah I love the value here we're getting with the Dodgers I'm taking them straight up but I do see value here on the run line with them as well but Just to be safe, I'll take the Dodgers on the money line at minus 120 on the road. As hot as the Braves have been, they don't play well when they're the underdog. Just 6-10 and straight up as an underdog. The Dodgers are 22-13 and on the road, and they've only lost one game as a favorite this season straight up. So I think we see a nice performance from Urias to get him back in the winning column. So I'm going to take the Dodgers here on the road on the money line, minus 120.
0: Yeah, I did exactly the same. Um, I took the Dodgers here as well. I think we last pod that Arias had this weird losing record, yeah. even though we had the stellar start line. Um Anderson's last start didn't particularly impress me very much. Um both um the, the Braves have been scoring a lot of runs as well, fairly recently. The, the in fact a lot of teams have uh, the runs have noticeably jumped up that we commented on on last night's podcast. Um yeah, I just thought the value here was with the Dodgers. Um Close matchup. Uh, the lines will tell you that. But the money line for LA is uh, minus one twenty-five. I just think Anderson is slightly vulnerable uh to this port and Dodgers lineup. So I'll take I'll take the Doyers there. Uh Noah Dodgers at the Braves.
2: Doyers, I love it. Uh, I say that a lot too. I mean, give me I, I like the under more than the money line here. I think I don't I don't know if Anderson's necessarily gonna give up a ton of runs. Um but I think the interesting storyline, I'm just going to go with storyline here, is Freddie Freeman against the old team in Atlanta. Yeah. It's his first time going back, I think, I believe. So uh, that yeah, one's going to be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah, there was some, uh, I saw some a poll on Twitter, a stupid poll, asking if he was going to get booed or not. Uh, and that sort of thing would just blow my mind. So yeah, it'll be interested to see see what goes on tomorrow. Uh with Freddie um eight oh five eastern first pitch is the Washington Nationals at the Texas Rangers. Um Paulo Espino is the pitcher for Washington and Dane Dunning is on the bump for Texas. The prices are Washington plus one-third. Texas are a home favorite at minus one fifty-three. Totally ever set at eight and a half. Uh, and this is with you, uh, Noah. Washington at Texas.
2: Yeah, so. Washington's two and nine in their last eleven games, and the under has hit in four of their last six. Texas, they're seven and four in their last eleven games, with the under coming in in six of their last nine. Chucking for the Nationals, Paulo Espino. He's 0 1 with a 229 year, right? 27 strikeouts, eight walks, and 35.1 innings pitched. This is going to be his third start this season. His last start for the Phillies included four walks and five innings. So as they continue to stretch him out from the bullpen into a starter, uh, maybe the control becomes a little bit of an issue here. Texas, they're going to be starting Dane Dunning. He's 1 and 5 this year with a 438. ERA, 70 strikeouts and 28 walks and 76 innings pitched. My pick here is on the Rangers. I'm not too strong in it just because uh, it's a little juicy, but not entertaining the run line. And even though both trends on both teams lean towards the under, um, I'm not a huge fan of either pitcher in this matchup, and I'm looking to – or I'm interested to hear what Dylan's total is for it.
1: Yeah, so for my – Yeah, Yeah, so my total for the Dodgers-Braves, it's 8.6.
2: Yeah, so I'll probably stay away from that, too, because I'm seeing eight and a half on my screen.
0: Okay. Um, I am completely echoed. I've got written down here pretty much what you said. I saw the uh, Texas earlier on at minus 130. And I've written good price next to it. Um, Turns out it was a good price. It was due to me too, because that's now gone to minus 153, which is a, probably a little bit too, juicy for me to throw out. Go no bet on the grounds that price has disappeared. Uh, but like I said, when I handicapped that earlier on. So there might be something um, nearer 140 at your book, or it might even slide back the other way. And um, Washington are just unbackable at the moment, uh, whoever's on the mound for them. Uh, and I do like Dane Um, He's been going okay for Texas. So yeah, Texas would be the play uh, but maybe not at minus 153. Interesting to see what um, Dylan Price, Texas Rangers, up at.
1: Yeah, so I apologise. No, I I said the Dodgers-Braves total was at an 8.6. For the uh, Nationals-Rangers, I said it at a 9.1. So I do like the over. I actually made the the Rangers... I, this might be my lock of the day, but I took the Rangers earlier in the day at minus 130. I love them here at home. I just think the Nationals are a bad team. Not the best pitching matchup, but like you said, Malcolm, Dane Dunning has actually pitched pretty well at home this season. So against a national team who's been having problems scoring runs this past week, I think the Rangers take care of business. They're a better hitting team. I think they have the pitching advantage with Dane Dunning at home. So give me the Rangers here at home. Might be my lock of the day.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like the Rangers, too. It it was just when I'm seeing it here on the screen, 154, I might still give it out as a play. It might be a little bit more than a unit just to eliminate some of that juice. But, yeah, for me, giving it out here, I just feel guilty about it being the lock of the day.
1: Sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze.
0: (laughs) For sure. Uh, Okay. Um, Dylan's... um, connection was just dipping out a little bit there so we apologise for. That. but it came back in strong towards the end of his handicap so uh, we got the gist of what I was saying and we got his play so uh, we'll keep an eye on that apologies for that uh, I'm going to tell you about uh, win bet uh, and their $50 to win $200 promotion Your $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets um, you can bet $500 on sports or casino uh, before July the 31st to win this ultimate fantasy football experience incredible prize. and um, it's a draft experience, which is at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Imagine that. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the Winbet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where Playthrough play Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And I will tell you about sleep. Football season is creeping up. I'm seeing more and more uh, football content um, on my news channels, Twitter, fantasy football stuff. Um, a lot of my fantasy leagues are on the sleeper app. Um, absolutely fantastic. The best uh, app in the industry. Millions of players and growing all the time. But they've added a, a little over or under game on there. Now you can make a few quid, uh, choose your. Uh, props, either hits in baseball, points in basketball, pick the right players and then select your own stake and you can win anywhere from 2 to 20 times that stake um, by getting those right. Uh, the chat feature is really good, you can play with your friends, you can copy their picks, um, you can all get in there together. Uh, so loads of fun to be had. Um, if you use the code sleeper.com slash SGP MLB, um, Sleeper will match your first deposit up to $100. So join our squad using the code sleeper.com Slash SGP MLB, T's and T's apply. See sleep as terms of use for details. Next game is a eight ten Eastern first pitch, the Auckland Athletics at the Kansas City Royals. Cole Irvin, the lefty, goes for Auckland. Uh, Zach Grenke is on the hill for Kansas City. Kansas City. Are a minus one forty three favorite. Oakland at plus one twenty three. Uh, total here is set at nine, and Cole Irvin is two and four. Has a three fourteen ERA. Has pitched sixty three innings, uh, with forty three punches and a one twenty one whip. Uh, Grenke is all 0- or has a five oh five ERA, fifty one point two pitch twenty five Ks and a one thirty five whip. Uh, Cole Irvin for Auckland's been going along okay. Three oh five ERA in his last seven. Um, he held Atlanta three starts ago in part of that little run. Um, He's going to he's going to give Auckland a chance here, I think tomorrow, uh, especially against Greinke. Greinke's getting worse. Uh, didn't start great, and he's on the slide. Um, five and seven earned runs given up in his last two. Uh, six thirty-one already in his last seven. Uh, Auckland, if you're going to take them, I mean, they showed tonight. Uh, that again, I'm guessing, is finished. Uh, not finished wanting nothing. Yes, sir. Well, that, one. Yeah, that was just wanting nothing. So Auckland can't stay. Competitive games and they're actually a little bit better on the road. Uh, They're 15 and 20 on the road. We know they're a bad side, Um, but I can't take uh, Greg in this position at all. Auckland at a plus price for me. Um, Plus, I saw plus 126 on. Uh, We're seeing what we're seeing now. Plus 123. So yeah, no change. Yeah, yeah. I like Auckland. Uh, Dylan, what you got?
1: Yeah, no official play, but I want to wait and see if the Lions move in my direction. I made the Royals a minus 130 favorite, so if we could get a plus 130 with the A's, I'll probably be on them with you, Malcolm. Grankey is not the same pitcher we're used to seeing, and maybe it's because he's playing for the Royals, but I just can't trust him or the Royals right now. A's haven't been good either, but... With the value we might be getting with Irving Cole, I, I think it would be a very good play if we're able to get a plus 130 or higher. So to wait and see for me. So maybe towards the morning, I'll, I'll be on the A's.
0: Okay, so the A's potentially for Dylan. Uh, Noah, um, Auckland at Kansas City.
2: Yeah, if there was a team that I was willing to play in this game, it would have been Kansas City. I think their offense is, uh, you know, on high tide right now. I think they're doing pretty well and coming off of that Angels series where they they put up 12 runs in a game that show they had eight RBIs and they still won the game. Um, I I I would pick Kansas City to win this game, but at minus 148, I'm just not going to. Uh,
0: we've got two. Oh, my computer's being so The eight Ten Eastern first pitch, Colorado Rockies at the Minnesota Twins. Herman Marquez is the starter for the Rockies, and Dylan Bundy uh, for the Twins. Um the lions are the twins are the favorites at minus 159. Colorado at plus 156. Uh, and this one belongs to you, Dylan. Colorado at Minnesota.
1: Yeah, sorry. No, Another no official play, but I do lean under. I made my total 8.8. I like Dylan Bundy. Great name, but he's especially good at home. He's only given up five runs at home this season. The game today we saw ended Minnesota 1-0. I think if Marquez can try and limit the Twins the first couple of times through the lineup, I think we should be good because – I don't expect Bundy to give up too many runs. He's really good at home. So if you had to play the game, I would play the under. I did make the Twins a minus 150 favourite, so I would need a plus 150 to take the Rockies.
0: Um, It won't surprise you to to learn I came down the exact other side. Dylan, are you? um, I've got the over here. I don't like Dylan Bundy. Um, I think that's reflected in that 5.17 ERA. Uh, Marquez's ERA is a point higher at 6.16. Um, as much as the Rockies are not great away uh, from Coors Field, they can put up enough runs here. They can get the Bundy uh, for two or three, uh, and Minnesota can get the Colorado for a few more than that. So, yeah, I don't mind the nine here, at minus one sixteen. And I did promise myself I was going to take more overs. I need to get off the undertrain uh, and start being a bit more adventurous uh, with the sun shining. So I'm going to start here, Colorado and Twins to go over Noah
2: yeah sorry <clears throat> caught in up uh college game just ended Ole Miss one two zero so I was posting a little bit of content there on Twitter but um in this game again my my lean or I guess my pick would be Minnesota to win this game but it's just a little bit too high for me to like feel comfortable in giving out it's minus one sixty that I see on my screen um but I would like Bundy to win this game and I don't I don't really like the over because the Colorado Bats just don't play as well away from home. So that's just my basic handicap for this game. I would, that's about all I got.
0: Uh, more than enough. Uh, if it's good enough for you, Noah, it's good enough for me. Eight, ten pitches <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles at the Chicago White Sox. Radish for Baltimore. And Michael Koolbeck is the White Sox pitcher. It's um, got to be a. Short, right here. Yeah. Uh, not as short as I thought the White Sox minus 165. Baltimore plus 147, a total at eight and a half. Uh, no, I take it away again. Baltimore at Chicago.
2: Okay, so in this game, we have um, my guy, Kopeck, going for the White Sox, but there's no strong trends with the Orioles, and the over is 10 and 3 in Chicago's last 13 games. Starting for Baltimore is Kyle Bradish. He's one and four on the year with a seven thirty eight ERA, forty six strikeouts, eighteen walks in forty six point one innings pitched. In his last two starts, he has only gone four point one innings pitched and has given up five runs to the Blue Jays and six to the Rays. Whereas the listeners know how high I am on Kopech, I picked him as my AL uh, Cy Young this year just as a long shot. But um, I, I'm going to have to take uh, Chicago on the running on the run line here. That's where I kind of fall here because I don't see Baltimore scoring more than four and I, I'm not comfortable enough in this over.
0: Um, Exactly the same play. I think it's had to be. This is one, we normally get the one obvious one tonight we talk about Bradish um, having promised it. He just hasn't delivered. He's uh, really on the, on the skids now. Um, Yeah. It just seemed incredibly obvious this and, um, the price I saw earlier on a plus 130 uh, for the White Sox on the run line. I'm saying plus 120 now, so it's moved a little bit. Um, but yeah, and I reckon that um, Dylan's picked the same here. Um, Dylan proved me right or wrong. I reckon you've got the White Sox on the run line.
1: Absolutely. I love the value we're getting here with the south side on the run line. That's going to be my play. I was willing to lay actually a small price with them, but I was able to grab a plus 130. Even at a plus 120, I still have to take it. Kyle Bradish has really fell off. You can't trust him on the road. 11 runs in his last two starts on the road. Now going up against a White Sox team who they've been scoring a boatload of runs in this past week. So I think this is a, just a bad spot for him and the Orioles. Orioles don't play well on the road. So give me the south side here on the run line, plus
0: 130. Yeah, I completely agree. you uh, right on that one. Next game on the card is another decent-looking matchup. It's an 8-10 first pitch. Toronto Blue Jays and the Milwaukee Brewers. Alec Minoa, um, is the stud pitcher going for Toronto. And Adrian Hauser uh, is on the hill for the Brewers. Where the lines are. Are they up there? There they are. Uh, Toronto minus 152. Uh, Milwaukee plus 130. Totally a set of eight and a half. Uh, Manoa eight and two. ERA of an even 200 zero, zero. 81 innings pitch, 73 punches, and a 0 94 whip. How is it 4 and 7? With a four seventy four 74, or oh, 4 can't read me on writing. Uh, it is a four twenty four. 24 uh, for Hauser, 68 innings pitch, 54 Ks, and a 143 whip. Um, Manoa pitched well last time against New York, but they got to him for for four earned runs. It was kind of a a one mistake kind of game for for Manoa. So it wasn't a worry at all. Um, He's just been brilliant. The 220 ERA over his last seven. Um, How's this been consistently average? You kind of know what you're going to get. He's a a, a 450 ERA pitcher uh, in whichever way you dress it up. He kind of bounces around that number, whether it's home or away. It doesn't matter. This is um, much better at home, Hauser. I'll give him that. He's got a 294 ERA. Um, this really is... is the, the handicap on this comes down to how if you expect Hauser uh, to hold Toronto and for how long. Um, I took a first five under here. Um, unusual play. Just because I think Hauser can start well um, at home. He's been going okay. Uh, expect Manoa um, to pitch his usual solid game. So I thought this could be a, a slow start uh, Toronto might pinch it later on, although the Brewers' bullpen has been um, outstanding. So the 8.5 might play as well, uh, but I certainly thought early on this would be tight, uh, and I'm going to take a first five under here. Uh, Noah? So
2: what I'm hearing is <clears throat> you're going to want to rely on the total has gone under in four of Milwaukee's last six games against Toronto, but you're not going to want to hear the stat that the total has gone over in Toronto's last nine of their last 10 games. So it might be a little bit scary taking an under uh, in this one. But um, with Manoa on the mound, it gives you that little bit of confidence back because I'm going to be on Toronto here to win the game. And I actually do kind of lean under there with you, but I'm not going to be taking the under. And it's just one of those games where it's just like, again, it's a little too much juice for me and I'm not confident enough in the dog.
0: Yeah, the price is about 15 points, just a little bit too far. Uh, Dylan, what do you make of it?
1: Yeah, I really wanted to take the Blue Jays in this spot with Manoa on the mound, but the price got a little high for me as well. I made them a minus 140 favorite and the total 7.3. So I'm going to go under here. I think Manoa is going to be able to limit the Brewers. Manoa has only allowed seven runs on the road in 35 innings. This game just screams under to me. That stat did scare me a little that Noah mentioned with all the overs, but. Like he said, with Manoa on the mound, it gives me a little more confidence that this kid, he'll control the game. Maybe you want to look first five under as well. I like that play from Malcolm, but I'm going to go full game under eight and a half.
0: Okay, so everyone's leaning a little bit under there behind uh, the start from Alec Manoa. Um, 8.15 Eastern first pitch. Uh, this is the Apple TV game. Uh, it's the Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals. Kyle Hendricks is back. He gets to start for the Cubs. And Andre Palanti, I'm going to go with. Uh, exotic-sounding name for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, the Cubs are plus one for uh, the Cardinals, minus 162. Right in that price range again. We've got a few, a few teams tonight who are just in that 15 points, uh, two pro hit the back. Um, over uh, or under is set at 8.5. Um Kyle Hendricks, Noah, uh, do you love him or hate him?
2: Oh, I hate him. He's off the team. He's not coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah, you did. You you uh, you jettisoned him from your fantasy team about six weeks ago, didn't you? Uh, not yeah. to be seen again. Um, yeah, so what did you make of this uh, matchup tomorrow with uh, Andrea Palanti? Interesting uh, name for St. Louis. Yeah,
2: it is an interesting name and honestly it's like he's done well in his appearances so far this year, but I'm going to go with the professor against the Cardinals. He's got some good history against the Cardinals here, and it's a nice price at plus 140 on Chicago. This is one of those that, again, we have the favorite opening a little bit too high, and the Cubs, they've stolen a couple of games as of late, so I'm going to ride the Cubs just slightly there.
0: Okay. Uh, um, Kyle Hendricks and Andre Pallante.
1: Yeah, Malcolm, you said this last week, and you were right. You just can't back Kyle Hendricks right now. I'm glad Noah dropped him from his team. I think he's going to get lit up by the Cardinals. The Cubs are just awful right now. You should be fading them in every opportunity you get. I love the plus 135 we're getting here on the run line, and that's where I'll go. I think the Cardinals will bounce back after losing today. So give me the Cardinals at home, excuse me, on the run line, plus 135.
2: Come on. The Cubs can Bounce back after getting walked off by the Pirates today, right?
0: No. <laughs> no, no, the card. Dylan completely no shut down Noah's, Noah's handicap. Ah, um, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, this is possibly um, me talking through my pocket a little bit after um, taking the Cubs tonight and watching them blow up. But um, I'd already written down um, the cards on the run line. Uh, it was plus 135 earlier when I saw it. Uh, has shifted ever so slightly to plus 126. Um, but yeah, I just can't have uh, Hendrickson. was a little bit disappointed with the Cardinals' offense tonight, uh, but they'll get back on track uh, at home tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and I think they're going to smash him up. I think they'll win this by five or six runs. Uh, so i will take uh so take St. Louis on the run line. Best uh, of luck uh, to you guys. Yes, uh tomorrow. Well, mate, you can't win this tomorrow. That's uh, you're a <laughs> dead man walking Noah. Uh 938 Eastern first pitches, the Seattle Mariners at the LA Angels. Chris Flexen uh is on the bump for Seattle and Michael Lorenzen goes for the Angels. Uh the Mariners are plus one twenty-five Dogs. Uh the Angels minus one forty-five. Total is set at nine. Uh Dylan, Seattle at the Angels.
1: Yeah, this cap is solely on Lorenzen. In every game he's pitched since May 1st, the game has gone over the total. It doesn't matter if he's home or on the road, the game goes over. I think the bats will be on full display tomorrow. I think it's it's going to be a beautiful night in Anaheim. Wind's blowing out in center field, so just screams over. I was able to get an eight and a half at minus 110. I love the over here.
0: Okay, uh, fairly straightforward handicap from Dylan like that. Um, what do you agree? Um, the Mariners are four and
2: seven in the last 11 games, but the over in those 11 games have, or the under, I mean, the under in those 11 games have hit eight times. It's eight and three and there was five games played against the angels there. So the angels, they're five and three in the last eight and won four of those five against Seattle last week where Mike Trout just absolutely tormented the Mariners. Chris Flexen, he's two and eight on the year with a 4.23 ERA, fifty-two strikeouts, twenty-five walks in seventy-two point one innings pitched, but he's lost in his last three starts. And for the Angels, Michael Lorenzen, who got slapped around by the Mariners his last appearance, he gave up seven runs in five innings. I personally lean Angels. I also lean over. I don't like the trend where both of these teams just played five times last week and taking an over, even though it uh, most of the unders hit in that series. Um, I, I lean on a Lorenzen bounce back and I'm looking forward to hearing what Malcolm says. Cause I know Lorenzen, he has a sweet spot for the guy. So.
0: Right. Well, the issue I see it, this was a real double-edged sword for me. Cause I do have a sweet spot for Lorenzen. However, um, I feel like I'm entirely responsible for, uh, Chris Flexon's career. Whatever he does, uh, is a direct result of what I have said or done, uh, with or about him. I just can't get him right. Um I've talked him up. He's been terrible. Um I've faded him or dropped him or cut him from a team. He's been great. Um I've I'm taking no part in this. I am reversing out of this uh handicap uh, at high speed. I I can't make a pick. I refuse <laughs> to make a pick. Uh Chris Chris flexin is on the naughty step and I'm going to sit there with him until he showed me some other stuff. So yeah I couldn't I couldn't I wasn't good enough to work this out. Chris flexin has got me. He's defeated me. Uh, so I'm going to take a no bet. Uh, on this one, um, we've got three games left uh, to handicap for this Friday night slate. Before I do that, I'll tell you about Trade Coffee. Uh, Trade Coffee, a company that connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. You'll get expert tasted coffee. Trade's coffee team tastes thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds. alive and ready to ship every day. And you'll also get a first match guarantee uh, with Trade, who are so confident they'll match you right the first time. If they don't, they'll take your feedback, and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Uh, Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. Right now, Trade are offering new subscribers a total of $30 off the first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com. SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Um, Next, 9.40 Eastern first pitch, the Detroit Tigers at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Ronnie Garcia uh, is the pitcher for the Detroit Tigers and Merrill Kelly goes for Arizona, a pitcher that we like here. Uh, Detroit a plus one forty, Arizona minus one sixty one. Right in that range again, totally eight and a half. Um, Garcia one and two, four ninety seven ERA has pitched thirty eight innings with forty one strikeouts and a one hundred five whip. Merrill Kelly six and four, three forty six ERA, seventy eight innings pitched, sixty six K's and a one twenty nine whip. Um, Garcia's been quite likable in. Uh, in his uh, performances so far this season. he's He's been quite admirable in some of the stuff he's done, but then uh, a team usually does get to him eventually uh, for three or four Um He's been slightly better on the road, but that's a small sample. It's only an 11-inning sample. There. Um, he's done most of his pitching um, at home. Um, Merrill Kelly's been slightly uh, worrisome until um, his last start. He's He's had a 5.50 ERA in his last seven. Um, two, in fact, two of his last three have been great, uh, especially a, a one-hundred effort against Minnesota uh, through seven innings pitched. Um, Detroit at eight and twenty-two on the road, which is a horrible number. Um, the D-backs particularly inspired me confidence, but I wanted to bet them here, but again that price has just gone from uh, it's at that minus 160, third or fourth time tonight. Um, I'm going to give this out as a no bet, although I think Arizona are going to win the game. I'm not brave enough to give Arizona on the run line so I'm going to back up with this one as well Uh, I need to get my betting boots polished for the weekend this isn't good enough but yeah minus 161 uh, is the pick but it's uh, not something I want to give out officially Um, Dylan could you dress this a different way
1: yeah so I actually made the D-backs a minus 170 favourite still a little chalky for me so I don't want to take the D-backs here and I would need a plus 127 to take the D-backs on the run line But I'm going to go under another under here for me, Malcolm. I think with two bad offenses going, as well as Merrill Kelly at home, I think it's a recipe for an under-type game. After giving up five runs to the Reds, Kelly had a nice bounce back, only giving up one run to the Twins. So Kelly's starting to come back to his earlier form that we saw in the beginning of the season. I'm going to trust him, and I think at home, Diamondbacks play a lot of uh, unders at home. So give me the under eight and a half
0: here. <clears throat> okay, uh, Noah, Detroit and Arizona.
2: Yeah, my pick here is Arizona with confidence. I actually like them to win on the run line as well. I'm not a huge fan of Rony Garcia. Um, I, I don't know if I've taken it to Twitter yet, but I would love for Willie Peralta to get the starting spot instead of Garcia. For some reason, it seems that uh, Rony can be stretched out into this long reliever slash fifth starter guy because all of our uh, rotational starting pitchers from opening day have been injured and banged up. We're getting a couple of them back here in the next week or 2 Erod's on the restricted list still. And then Michael Peralta, I think his first name is Michael. Big Mike. Yeah. Um, He is uh, making rehab starts as we speak. So soon they'll be here to save us, but I am fading Roni Garcia in his career. He's only pitched 62.2 innings pitched, but he has a 589 ERA and just way too many walks, and he's given up 16 home runs. It's um, kind of, I I don't understand how our bullpen's been so great this year, and this is the guy that we try to extend into a a starting pitcher. He's done well so far, but I doubt him in this game. I'm going to be taking the D-backs on the run line.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I do like Willie Peralta, Actually, I'm pleased you mentioned that. I didn't realize how close he was to making the this rotation. I've got him stashed in various places, best balls and stuff. Uh, I was expecting a bit more from him. Uh, well, I don't know if pitch. he's close to making it anymore. We have,
2: Peral- oh, or, okay. we have Pineda and Erad like ready to come whenever Erad
0: wants to. But yeah, but he's he's Noah's Noah's next man up. Uh, when yes. there's an injury on, or, on my too. depth chart. He's he should be there already. Good enough for me, mate. Uh, the Phillies at the Padres is a 940 Eastern first pitch. Um, Aaron Nola uh, for the Phillies and Mackenzie Gore, the lefty, uh, for San Diego, who are a slight um, home puppy here. One of Dylan's favourites, minus 103. Um, the Phillies are minus 114, and the total is set at a miserly seven. Um, Noah. Uh, interesting game, this one Um, close on the books. um, How did you split them?
2: Honestly, I I like the under. I'm not going to split either team. I think both uh, Nola and um, Gore have been great so far this season, and I'm not willing to put any money really in confidence on either side. I would lean towards the Padres and that small home puppy that Dylan always likes to say, Um but I no longer have any stock in Gore. I sold high on him and he's still done well. That was not a slate in Gore, but, uh, I, I, I did what I needed to do in some season long fantasy. And you know what? My team is on the up and up We're we're, we're aiming for the top half for the top six to go to the playoffs. Malcolm. Okay.
0: Okay. Interesting. I have noticed you performing slightly better. Um, so yeah, good luck with that. Um, Dylan, what was your line here on this Phillies-Padres game?
1: Yeah, give me the home puppy, Malcolm. Love in this spot. He's been great on the road this season. He's already pitched against this Philly team just three innings, but he didn't give up a single run in Philadelphia. Now back home in San Diego where the Padres are great at home, 20 and 13, and they've rattled off three wins in a row, where as the Phillies, they've lost three in a row. So I think the Padres should be the favorite here. I made them a minus 105 favourite. I think they should be the favourite, so I'm going to take the home puppy here.
0: Yeah, I'll um, I'll co-sign that one. I was surprised to see uh, the Padres were underdogs here. Um, home advantage, nothing wrong with uh, Mackenzie Gore. In fact, difficult to split uh, Nola and Go. Um And I, I do kind of prefer this this Padres lineup; up It's just slightly more reliable at the minute. Um, so yeah, give me the Padres uh, in this one. I will take the home puppy, Dylan. Uh, last game of the slate is a ten fifteen Eastern first pitch between the Cincinnati Reds and the San Francisco Giants. This is Graham Ashcraft uh, for the Reds, and it is Alex Cobb uh, for the Giants. The Reds are plus 151, Giants minus 76. Total here is set at eight. Um, Noah, you can lead us off with the Reds at the Giants.
2: Cincinnati is 0-7 in their last seven games, with the over eight being eleven and zero in their last eleven. The Giants return home after a three and four road trip. I know you guys were talking about how they weren't gonna have much success against the better team in Atlanta, and they went one and three in that four-game series. So props to you guys. Graham Ashcraft, he makes the start for the Reds. He's three and one on the year with three fifty-one ERA, 19 strikeouts, seven walks, and thirty-three point one innings pitched. Malcolm, four and six runs have been scored on him in his last two starts versus the Brewers and the Cardinals. How would you assess your your uh, fantasy treasures performance here?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I picked him up um, and then left him on the bench after his first start. So that's never a good sign. I'm hoping tomorrow's kind of the, uh, the acid test, really. I might have said that last week, actually. Um, so I'm giving him another <laughs> life anyway. Um, well, the, the asset test
2: last it, last week wasn't a very good one.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. And um, what I've done here is to ensure a, uh, he throws a no-hitter, I've taken the <laughs> over. Um, okay. I need to get more. Um, I need to get away from the unders as this gets some more overs in my portfolio. And this is one of them. Um, the Giants have scored loads of runs this week, and they've allowed quite a lot as well. Cincinnati yeah. have also scored a few runs and allowed quite a lot. Um it just runs everywhere these two teams and like I say, I'm trying to uh I'm trying to Reverse Jinx Ashcraft here. Uh, my, yeah, my, own, Cobb,
2: the, yeah, my own yeah my own fantasy I don't know late round treasure I tried to make was Alex Cobb and he's got a 562 ERA so yeah, yeah.
0: um
2: he's three and two with 49 strikeouts only 13 walks and 41.2 innings pitched but it's been an injury riddled season for him and he's been better in his last two starts against the Reds and the Pirates but again it was the Reds and the Pirates but he gets the Reds again here um, he only gave up two runs in both contests against Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. I'm not willing to lay the money line. I think it's a little bit high, but I like the Giants to win this game and I'll take the over.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. So over for me, over for Noah, uh, Dylan three for three. Uh, I don't
1: know about the over, but I can't believe we're getting a plus plus one ten on the Giants on the run line. The Reds, they've lost seven in a row. And we all remember when they went on that losing streak earlier in the year, we might be seeing another one. So you just got to keep fading the reds until they prove they can win consistently. But by the way, all those seven losses were all by two or more runs. So they can't even cover the run line. So I like the giants, uh, minus one and a half at plus plus one ten. I was willing to lay a small price with them. As for the total, I made my line 8.1. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we like the over there, uh, fingers crossed. We get that one over the line. Um, Lock and dog picks to come after we've talked about IP Vanish. Um, IP Vanish will protect your privacy um, more than just using incognito. Uh, it'll give you the added security um, to keep your private data safe from hackers, advertisers, uh, or the prying eyes. That's why at IP Vanish VPN, uh, Easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet uh, by encrypting 100% of your data. So things like details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices uh, without sacrificing any speed. Computers, tablets, phones, even your fire stick for when you're streaming. Um, IP Vanish are currently offering. Um, 70% off for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. The could to get in nine months for free. So take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Um, okay. I feel like this has been a bit of an epic show here. It's always 15 games and in a, in a three man crew. Um, Maybe get about as much content as we can possibly fit in here. Uh, Locks and dogs time. We will go to uh, Noah, first of all. Um, Noah, what have you got for us?
2: My lock of the day is going to be the over nine in Seattle and the Angels game. I was already going there, but Dylan sold me and uh, his trend since May 1st. Every start Lorenzen has been in, it has gone over. Nice. I love that. And that's plus money as well. Plus 100 I'm seeing right now. And as my dog, I'm going with the White Sox running run line plus 120. I think we. I might not be the only one going there as well for my dog here today
0: yeah you might have a good point there, Noah uh Dylan, what was your lock and dog?
1: It, it's it's scary because I think we have all three of the same dog so <laughs> that wa- that was gonna be my dog, but now since we all have the same dog and I know <laughs> we do, I'm gonna change it. Oh, uh, no. Right on the, no, yeah, I have to. I'm gonna, No, no, get, no, no, no. Let's get the whole graphic.
2: Let's get the whole graphic on the white. Dog. Dog. <laughs> triple, uh, triple, triple, dog. <laughs> dog, Triple, dog Screw
1: it. Screw it. Let's go south side. Minus <laughs> one and a half plus 130 as my dog. Uh As my lock, though, I mentioned it, teased it earlier in the show. Give me the Rangers on the money line, minus 130. What's the line right now, Malcolm? Do you see- 151. Uh, yeah. Uh, 151 is you a still little. Do. It's a unit and a half play. Yeah. Squeeze every little bit out of yeah, it. Squeeze a, yeah, squeeze, put a little a more it. on it. I really like the Rangers here. I, I just can't back the Nationals here on the road. I, I think the Rangers take care of business here at home. So give me the Rangers on the on the, um, money line straight up. And I'm, they bullied me. I'll take the White Sox on the run line as my dog. They bullied
2: me. Yeah, we did. We you know what be would be hilarious to... is if Malcolm backs out now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> going to take Baltimore on <laughs> the money line for me. Um, I'll tell you what, we, Dylan, we'll allow you to take that Texas pick because because you're hot. If you, were tra- if you were taking a minus 150 to get out of jail because you've been on a skid, then I wouldn't allow it. Because you're hot, that's a solid play. I'm okay with that. Um, okay so it is the triple dog I'm going to take the Chicago White Sox minus one and a half runs at plus 120 for my luck I'm going to go all the way back to the Pittsburgh and Tampa game and take the over seven and a half I think it's too low um I think Keller can give up a few. I think Springs is just starting to wobble a little bit, maybe. I think he's flattered to deceive. Um, and I think that uh, P- Pittsburgh have gone okay, scored a lot of runs this week, uh, put up another eight, I think, this evening. So they can contribute um, as bad as they've been uh, and get us to over seven and a half in that game at a price of minus 105. Plus the Razor are oh, due well, after being
2: no hit after eight innings. And did you see that they lost
0: that game? They ended up losing it. I think in the yeah in the uh, first part of the show I kind of scanned down the scores and just assumed that uh, Auckland had won that one and nothing but they didn't they fucked it up and managed to uh, <laughs> managed to let's see yeah so uh, yeah so at least so that, that's something say? I got right on last uh, that's something I got right on last night's show I did give the under and uh, Seattle to win show um, real quick I'm I watching a
1: little mind. just real quick sorry Malcolm I'm watching a video on how the game ended. I think every day we're getting closer to robot umpires. I, I truly really? believe that the oh, oh. my God, I'm, I mean I, I didn't have a side. I wasn't really rooting for it, but it was clear outside and down and he, and it looked like the ump just r- rang him up to get out of there and even the <laughs> catcher, even the catcher went to throw the ball back and when he rung up, he looked behind and was like, oh, you gave that to us it's it's getting out of hand we're we should we're better off with robots
0: <laughs> oh i look forward to having so, a little gander yeah, uh, all right you know, yeah we're,
2: we're going down a rabbit hole because this is my invention that i want to make and get a lot of money on but I'm, i can't do it I, i'm not craftsy or anything so somebody a listener please use this idea i want a handheld tool for uh, umpire and it's like a little telegraphic strike zone so it sets it up for every batter from their knees to their belt. And then they just hold it. And then when the ball crosses that imaginary box, it just shows where the ball was. And then boom, now, you know, if it's a strike or ball, no robot, you can still get the guy behind the plate and you can call him safer out at a play at the plate, but just get them a little tool that will show them like a little telegraphic picture.
0: Okay, I have no idea what to make of any of that. Uh, way beyond my mate. <laughs> Sounds good, though. Told you, uh, going down a rabbit hole. We're just doing it. <laughs> baseball in the year 2052, podcast series with Noah Bennett. Um, cheers, boys. That was a lot of fun. Um, I feel like I've been talking to you for about five hours. Um, I'm going to go to bed is what I'm going to do. Um, Enjoy chatting a lot. Thank you, everybody. You only jinxed um, I-
2: Frankie Montas's no-hitter at 534 today, so...
0: That me. It seems like a long time. ago. maybe you're just talking to you two has drained me. Um, I need off back. I need a. I need a man of my own generation back. You. Oh yeah, you I forgot to running, mention. Running rings I'm out of. Me.
2: I'm out of town for a wedding this weekend. So and then Munaf just got back into the states. I think yesterday doing NBA props already. So props to him yeah. for the NBA draft. He's he's grinding, grinding for you what guys. Happened
1: tonight. the Alps messed up his I've, throat.
0: I don't know. Everybody might not, might not have the, only uh, been Alps. Everybody at the sports gambling podcast is always grinding. That's how we. Uh, that's how we do here. Um, cheers, everyone, for listening. I noticed the uh, podcast made an appearance in the top thirty of the charts, um, which we're all delighted what? about. Uh, so keep liking and rating and reviewing and doing all those things because it does help with all the shows that I know you love. Um and I know everyone at the network appreciates it. Um, good luck with these picks. Uh, we gave out about. Seventy-two picks tonight. Yeah, uh, we'll be back uh, at some point over the weekend uh, with players for Saturday and Sunday night too. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the good Yankees luck. just Enjoy. hit Altuve
2: in the first at bat of the
0: game. Oh, get in! It's all going off. Lots going on. Um, <laughs> we will see you down the road. Cheers.